0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Driver. Start your engine.
1: Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast.
0: We promised you there'd be more this week, and of course, we deliver on our promises. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. It may be All-Star Week for the big boys, but the Truck Series race will be running a points-paying race at North Wilkesboro. But, Cody, it almost feels as if it's a little unfair because, because it's an All-Star Week. It gives the bigger guys a chance to kind of uh, I don't know, participate in a way that uh, that they're going to participate in droves this week. There are a ton of uh, of Cup Series regulars that will be taking part in this truck race. So, I mean, as much as the All-Star Race, Cody, is, is a crapshoot already, I feel like this truck race
1: is just a good luck, everybody. Yeah, it almost is kind of that way. So, like, these guys, obviously, nobody's really spent time on North Wilkesboro. And they're trying to figure out, and there's nothing super comparable. So it's you got don't have a ton to lean on, right? And so these guys are trying to get every lap they can. There's guys running in the ASA race. There's guys running in the Cars Tour race. They're in the late models, like just trying to get on track time. Truck Series uh, is running here. It's another great way to get some time. Plus, obviously, just everything around how everything is this weekend. Uh, you know, guys want to be out on this track, want to be racing going to be a fun, fun weekend of races, going to be fun racing. I'm expecting a very, very good truck race, but like you said, loaded field Um, on the entry list. There's 40 entries for 36 spots. So of course, four trucks will go home, Um, but notable entries, Bubba Wallace back in the one truck. Kyle Larson is in the seven truck. Alex Bowman originally scheduled to drive that, but of course he's out with his injury. Um, Chastain back in the 41 again. William Byron in the 51, Christopher Bell in the 61, which is a Hattori truck, um, and then Josh Williams, uh, the Xfinity driver, who, of course, famously parked it it on the front stretch. Park it, John. Uh, He's going to be in the 22 truck.
0: Yeah, and again, this is going to make things very interesting. Obviously, you said seat time is at a premium, especially on this track. So anything you can get to maneuver this, the trucks haven't been here in a very long time as well. So this is all brand new to. I think I don't know that anybody right has been uh, any of the truck drivers have been. Oh, I, I wouldn't think
1: so. <sighs> I was Matt Crafton to find. would be the only one. I mean, that Crafton I would think. potentially, yeah, because he's basically been around since the series started. So he actually might. Uh I need to I ought to look up here and see. I don't have when the last time they raced here, but as far as so like I've Cup got, series guys I've got this goes, Hold on. I've got know.
0: this. I've got Truck Series recap 95 96. The only two years Yeah, I think that was
1: before Matt cuz he's only been in he's only been in there for 23 seasons I think, which yeah. would be about 2000. Yeah. So So yeah, I mean there's not even any Cup guys that that have been on it. I mean, it, cuz it was 96 was the last time the Cup series uh raced there as well. And so yeah, it, it's this is all all brand new to everybody. So even Matt Crafton with his 23 years of experience in the truck series, not been on North Wilkesboro in a truck, uh, at least not any time lately for sure. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, man, it's going to make it exciting, going to make it fun. Obviously, you throw the cup guys in here. We know that throws wrenches into things, but we've, how many times have we seen cup guys in these races this season and they haven't won the race? Just saw it last week at Darlington, right? Uh, Christian Eckes ends up in victory lane. Despite multiple cup guys being in that tr- truck race, um, and who knows, maybe we'll see the same thing this week, but I don't think it's automatically, uh, just take the cup guys at all. I'm definitely not leaning that way. I should probably look at your bets and see if you're leaning that way. But, uh, yeah, it's no, you're uh, ish, maybe, but, ish, uh, but again, ish. gotta, you gotta figure out which cup guy to bet on, right? That's, that's the problem when you got, cause it's not just one, one really good guy. I mean, Byron and Larson are both in this race. So that alone, right there is is already a tough matchup so gonna be a really fun race I'm, i mean again like just the whole coming off the throwback at darlington last week and then uh, we're going to north wilkesboro one of the you know legendary tracks had been around in nascar forever was left to die now it's been revived everything about it is great uh gonna be a fun weekend as we continue to celebrate 75 years of nascar Truck short track racing in and of itself is a
0: spectacle, right? But then you add this track, this particular yeah. track to it. It's an un unfamiliar distance. It's an unfamiliar terrain. As far as uh, we talked about it in the in the Cup bedding episode, I mean, this thing runs like a roller coaster more than it does a racetrack. There's there's uh, elevated front stretch. It's like a mini road course in an oval shape, right? Plus, you've got cracks in the track and and dilapidated stuff going on. So, I mean. This is like we said for the Cup Series race. This this approach this as something you have fun with, something to enjoy. Don't go heavy. Put a little something on something you want to see. We'll obviously give you our picks, but like you know, don't don't go overboard on this this uh, race in particular. Yeah.
1: And there's there's no comparable tracks. There's nothing to to compare it to. So again, you're kind of just going on feel, kind of going on how guys have been this season. Whose, whose style might fit this race? Uh, it is it is a, the Tyson 250, but it's only 250 laps, which means it's only 156 miles. So like we've talked about in the past, like, intensity is going to be ramping up from the drop of the green flag, and it's going to be balls to the wall right from the start.
0: Yep. I mean, this is definitely going to be a sprint to the end. Uh, all right. Step away. I think we should just get right to the bets. I don't think I'm we should ready. mess around. Let's just get to the bets when we get back uh, from the break. But let's tell you about Edge Boost. SGPN is excited to announce an exclusive early access partnership with Edge Boost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs like Affirm and Afterpay, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest you did hear me correctly simply deposit funds into your account and edge boost will match the deposit so you can use two times the fun on any well funds i always say fun two times the funds on any legal sports betting site it is fun to use edge currently offers up to twenty five hundred dollars in advances as you build a repayment history my edge double down boost play of the day is I'll give that to you later. Don't worry about that. With the special offer, the first 500 SGPN users is going to start with a $1,000 advance limit. And the next 2,500 users will start with $500. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right, so as we said with this race, there are several Cup Series regulars in this, so we're going to navigate those waters accordingly. (laughs) We're going to give you bets that still involve that. We're not going heavy on the regulars, although I've got quite a few on the regulars because I think this the couple that I got are are a little bit fun to to pick on. So we'll see how they how this shakes out. Obviously, we don't know, but you know, this will be fun.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like uh, again the all-star race. It's an exhibition. You kind of got to treat it slightly differently, but when it comes to the truck race, like for these truck series regulars, this is just another week for them. The points pay the same as they do everywhere else. Um, and so they're going to be going for it. So I feel pretty confident in in some of the bets we found here. I'm going to start with my guy, Corey Heim, taking him over Bubba Wallace minus 110. Um, this is nothing against Bubba. Bubba ran in this one truck last week, had a very good run, finished seventh, just a normal day. Wasn't ever like a super threat to win. Wasn't ever super fast. Just a nice, solid day. He's just out there to kind of get some laps. I don't know that he's necessarily in a winning truck. They are teammates, I guess, in these trucks. But Heim uh, has been fast every week, especially lately. Uh, finished eight last week at Darlington. Led 66 laps. Probably should have won the race and cashed our 18-1 to 1. if his crew chief wasn't an idiot. That's the only part of this that makes me wonder because he still has the same crew chief. Hopefully that guy got the shit slapped out of him this week and figures out what he's doing. But the week before, second place in Kansas. The week before, the, or the race before that, rather, I guess. One at Martinsville led 82 laps that day, and that was a rain shortened race. They only got about half of that race in. Kyle Busch was even in that race. Still beat him. Led all those laps. Um, he had a 15th place at Bristol Dirt which is his worst non-super speedway finish of the entire season. Haim has been fast. He's been good. 7th at Texas, 6th at Cota, 4th at Vegas. He has been good week in and week out. He's been fast week in and week out. We saw it last year. He won Rookie of the Year, won multiple races, running a part-time schedule. Now he's full-time. He's been good every week. Again, I expect Bubba to probably have a top-10 day, uh, maybe a little closer to 10th with all these cup guy, other cup guys in there, but uh, I expect him to have a good day, but I expect Haim to have an elite day. He's going to be up front uh, most of the day, I think. So minus 110. Give me Corey Haim over Bubba Wallace. Uh, And that one's over on Caesars.
0: The one eleven car or the one eleven vehicle that
1: you can actually say the name
0: of. I, I know that that works for you. Uh, you just enjoy being able to say it. That's that's all there it's, is to it. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess yeah, I got. Hey, I'm on eleven car multiple ways this week because I, I I can say Danny's name.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. You can.
1: So uh, but I hey, go back and listen to the Cup Series show. I'm on him too. Maybe it's an eleven weekend.
0: It must be an eleven weekend. Um, all right. So since
1: the bad eleven isn't driving. <laughs> Ooh, no, he's yeah, he's off. That, he's at home this week. We don't he, have to think about him. Thankfully, <laughs>
0: he's probably thankful
1: too for that.
0: Um, all right, so my first bet is uh, Carson Josevar over Nick Sanchez. This is at minus one twenty. Uh, here's my here's my reasoning on this one, and it's just Carson Josevar, We know what a talent he is, and in fact, he's already won a truck race this season, to where Nick Sanchez uh, has not. Average finish wise, Sanchez has had the better. F- Season. I mean, he's averaging fourteen point one per season, where Hostovar's uh, at nineteen point one. But listen, Hostovar has not finished three races this season. Now Sanchez has not finished two. But for me, if this track it presents a unique opportunity, right? It, it, it's something that no one has ever seen before. So I'm going to lean on a little bit more of the veteran status of Carson Hostovar as far as racing cars, not racing trucks. Per se, but as far as racing is concerned, Josevar obviously has been in, I think, NASCAR a little bit longer than Nick Sanchez has. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and and say that he pulls out um, a, a decent enough finish to finish better than Sanchez. Of course, that's not to say that Sanchez doesn't have a good truck, but. Something about Josavar and that talent, right? I feel like this is a great opportunity for him to be able to break through again. You saw it last week at Darlington, right? Nowhere was... uh, Josavar should not have finished in fifth place, but he found a way to outlast everything and end up finishing in fifth place. That is the resiliency of a Carson Josavar, and I think uh, if he gets to show it to us this week, then he will, and I, I trust him better than Sanchez because even though Sanchez has a better finish, a better finish, but it just feels like he gets caught up more in in stuff. Like something happens and he seems his truck is is in that mix. Right. So um I, I feel like this is a better opportunity for Carson Hosevar to come out. Uh he's at minus one twenty to to uh to come out on top of, of Nick Sanchez. So again, with all of these cup drivers in here too, I don't know, but Give me, give me the experience of Carson Hosovar over Nick Sanchez.
1: I pulled back and forth on this one a little. I, I was gonna take it, but I couldn't make up my mind on which side. But I do like the Carson Hosovar side. This is his type of track, his type of racing. He's in the ASA race today in the late models, uh, so he he's got he's gonna have experience already on the track just from that. I think he can translate that. But he's a he's a late model stock type of guy. That's what he races all the time. That's where he comes from. Uh, so I think that that plays in his advantage. Sanchez has been good all season. He's had a lot of speed. So that, that gives me a little hesitation. But if I have to pick a side, I think I'm going to go with the host of our side as well. So I can't blame you there. Next up for me, Zane Smith, top five, plus money, plus 120. Yes, I know that there is multiple cup guys in this that should be good. But we know how good Zane Smith is. He had a bad week last week. I get it. Didn't show up very good at Darlington. His track history is not there. Just must not be his style of track. I don't care. He's good almost everywhere else, uh, and he's good week in and week out. So we're gonna skip over Darlington last week where he finishes 22nd. But third place at Kansas, third place at Martinsville. Um, He won the race back at Coda. Second place at Vegas. He won at Darlington or at Daytona rather early this season. He's got five top five finishes in the nine races so far this season. On all different styles of tracks, I think he's going to keep that up this week. We know he's the best. I mean, I don't think it's really arguable. He's the best talent and in the best truck that's out there. And there's been some guys that are giving him his run for his money this year, right? Heim has done it. Eckes has done it for sure. Uh, but Zane Smith is still the top dog of the regulars. Um, and, you know, maybe a, a Byron or a Larson beats him. Honestly, those are probably the only two that that I really think have the best chance to just flat out beat him bells in a hattori truck we've seen i think hattori won the championship a few years ago with austin hill but uh, i mean it's i don't really know fully what to expect from that i assume there's probably some joe gibbs help there but so he'll probably be decent but i think zane smith is is easily a top five car A plus money uh just makes way too much sense for me
0: Love Zane Smith. You'll never ever convince me to not take a bet on Zane Smith because he can always pull something through. And his, I mean, obviously we'll throw out last week uh, where he didn't pull out something through. It happens, right? But it, but it definitely happens. And in a situation like this, where you know almost everybody's on equal ground, not knowing this track very well, uh, Zane Smith at least has the opportunity to hang with the big dogs. Uh, All right, we'll continue to uh, finish up our bets, but we do have to step away for a break to tell you about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500 with our contest. Shady Rays has got you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades customizable snow goggles and so much more shady rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures and that's not all shady rays offers the most insane protection in all in all of eyewear every single pair of sunglasses you buy is backed by lost and broken replacements that means if you break a pair lose a pair even on day one they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair no questions asked where those shady rays with confidence because they got your back long after your purchase and if you don't love them Don't know why, but if you don't, exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk. When you shop with Shady Rays, that team's always got your back. For our international listeners, don't worry. Shady Rays got you covered, too, with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take that receipt to SportsGamilyPodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady may contest so this next bet it doesn't necessarily fly in the face of yours uh but we can all win to even if uh Enfinger is over heim and heim finishes over bubba i've got grant Enfinger over Corey heim at minus 115 no doubt whatsoever that Corey's going to get a solid finish i i definitely see that uh you made the case for him just a second ago <clears throat> but my biggest thing is that grant Nfinger, it's like a powder keg. He feels to me like just something he's about to blow up and and do great things for the rest of the season. I just feel like it's just been under the surface, right? Started out great, fifth place at Daytona, ninth at Las Vegas, fell on hard times in Atlanta, nineteenth, Austin, twelfth, Fort Worth seventh or seventeenth rather, but on Bristol dirt turned it around for a fifth place finish. So uh, the one of the only short tracks that we've kind of been on, um, and granted it's dirt, but again. In a situation where it's a track that is different than your normal short track. This is different than your normal short track, right? It doesn't have dirt on it. Well, okay, it had dirt on it. They've cleared it away, but it's not a dirt track, right? It, it, it's a little bit something different. So, um, And really, these two drivers, their, their, their course has been so close together with really Haim at a 9.4 average finish this season and Enfinger 10.7. Just a, a, a absolutely, and each has a win. Endfinger uh, has four top tens, three top fives. Uh, Heim has seven top tens, three top fives. But where I'm kind of basing mine on too right now is over the last three races, Endfinger has actually led um, uh, more laps than has Heim. Endfinger has led, uh, let's see, eighty two laps at Martinsville, thirteen at Kansas. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Corey Heim. <clears throat> so yeah. Anyways. I'm contradicting myself. I'm reading the wrong ones. Corey Heim has led more laps, but I still feel like Grant Enfinger is a powder keg, waiting to blow up.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like Enfinger won IRP last season, uh, kind of out of nowhere, kind of like this Kansas win a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so maybe that that shorter, you know, I don't want to necessarily call North Wilkesboro a bowl ring, but the shorter track might feel fit his his mo. Uh, I'm really high on Heim this week, so it'd be tough for me to go with that one, but. Uh, We'll see. You could still catch some of these other ones and hit that one as well. So, next up for me, I'm going with our favorite Canadian, Stuart Friesen, over Ben Rhodes. This is minus 110 over on Superbook. Um, For me, this is just Ben Rhodes. It's been real iffy this season. Like you go back through his results 18th at Darlington, 16th at Kansas, a nice solid sixth place run at Martinsville. Um, But He had a third place back in Vegas, but otherwise, uh, he's only finished better than 10th in two non-super speedway races this entire season. Friesen, it's also been fairly rough for him overall this season, but the crew chief left. Now it's crew chief by committee, AKA Stuart Friesen is making the call. The crew chief calls from the cockpit and things have turned around very quickly since they've made that change. And that's been over the last two races. Second at Darlington, fourth at Kansas. I don't need to look any farther than that. Since that change where he has taken over, uh looking at it or making the decisions from inside the cockpit and in his, you know, whatever other people that are helping inform him, but but leaving the decisions up to him, it's been a completely different guy. Uh both of those tracks, high tire where he's done very good there. Um I Oddly enough, I had a dream about Stuart Friesen last night, Rod. It was very strange, but I can't ignore feelings like that. So give me some Stuart Friesen over Ben Rhodes. Again, I think just what he's done lately compared to how kind of rough of a season it's been for for Rhodes. And again, it's been a rough season for both guys. I I don't want to throw out how bad Friesen's been over some races, but I think they've figured it out. They're getting it going. Um, Rhodes is a guy you can't really count out anywhere. He's good on all types of tracks in general, but struggling this season. I think that this will fit into Friesen's driving style. Again, he's a dirt guy, aggressive, knows how to maneuver the car, slide around a little. I think you're going to see a lot of that here as tires wear, especially. So, give me Friesen over Rhodes, minus minus one ten.
0: I love it. I mean, it's it's my favorite Canadian. I, I can't uh, I can't fault you on that one. And it is disappointing though to have Ben Rhodes struggle as much as he has because again, that's another driver that you just you know is good and you know that he can get it done. But unfortunately, for whatever reason, it just. Hasn't really come to fruition for him. Uh, all right, this is my one where I'm going to pick on the veterans. I'm going to pick on the uh, the cup drivers here. Uh, I found this one, and I like this one because it's a plus money, and it's William Byron over Kyle Larson at plus 105 over there on Caesars. I mean, look, I know, and, and I don't even have to sit here and tell you about Kyle Larson's resume and how he can drive anything and win on anything that has four wheels two wheels, no wheels, I don't know, whatever, right? It's it's Kyle Larson. I don't got to back that up with stats. But I will say that William Byron has been very impressive in the truck series in the two races that he's won this season, or he's run this season. Uh, in in Bristol, he started 14th, climbed his way to a third-place finish. In Darlington, dude had to, like, literally come back from a million different uh, issues to, to finish fourth in that race and probably could have won it, too, um, had the situation been a little bit different. So... Uh, I think that 51 truck, he's going to be in that 51 truck. Larson's going to be in the seven. That gives me pause, right? That's, that's the only one thing. I know Spire is not uh, as bad uh, of a team,
1: but... Uh, that's going to be a Hendrick truck.
0: Well, okay, yes. <laughs> I it,
1: mean, it's a Spire truck, but...
0: You're right, you're right. But it's still, KBM is still, you know, elite equipment in the truck series too. So whether it's a Hendrick uh, um, prepared truck, KBM is always kbm prepared yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying so uh and william byron and, and kyle larson they've had their battles on the track but look uh bob has picked Ky- uh willie b to win the all-star race so i think he can get it done on the on the truck side of it too if that's all things are equal right
1: yeah i, I mean honestly you put these guys together and we know that at this point you have to make the argument that they are basically equal i mean We've always treated in the past. It's it was always Larson and Elliott, and and then Byron and Bowman were kind of third and fourth string. But Byron has inserted himself as one of those top guys. He's the only guy in the Cup Series with three wins this season. He's been very impressive. I saw. I wish I would have saved. that. I saw a stat today. He's tied Ryan Blaney, with a, it's either seven or eight career wins and done it in like a hundred less races, which is crazy. Um, but Byron, uh, I mean, he is he's making a case that he's one of the top guys as well. Uh, we saw him run decently last week in the in the truck series at Darlington as well. Obviously, he didn't get the win, um, but had a good day. Larson doesn't have a ton of starts in the trucks, um, so that's something. I mean, I know the guy can get in anything and win anywhere, right? He never started a dirt-modified race until a few weeks ago, too, and he won that race, of course. So we know he can do it, but getting one of these guys at plus money, I think you can't really go wrong there. They should be fairly equal, I think, head-to-head. The KBM trucks we know are still some of the best in the field. And yes, the Spire truck is going to be probably Hendrick helped, but they don't run every week. Um, and so there is there is that element of it as well. So I don't think you can go wrong um, as far as taking either one of these guys if you're getting plus money. And so William Byron, I I would argue, is just going to be just as good as Larson is. Um, so yeah, give me, give me the Byron side as well. I, I like it. Next up for me, I I did not come into this intending to fade Bubba Wallace by any means. I've talked about how I think he can have solid finishes, but just some of these matchups that he's in, I like these other guys. Christian Ekas is plus 100 against Bubba on Superbook. Um, Echis' results have been up and down, but he has been, like Haim, one of the fastest cars week in and week out. It seems like every week he shows up, he qualifies well, he runs up front. He's gotten caught up in the bad luck a few different times. That's the only part of it that scares me. But if he does not get caught up in a wreck and they just run the race, he will be faster than Bubba Wallace. And getting him again a plus money, I think, is a good deal. Again, some of these lines where you get these Cup guys in here, and I think they're trying to get the public to say, well, why wouldn't I take the Cup guy over this? I might, I might not even pay that much attention to the Truck Series. Like I haven't even heard of this this Eckes guy. <laughs> like what's he done? So they're gonna take the Bubba Wallace side of things. Um, so I think that, that gives you the discount and gives it to you at plus money. Uh, so give me Christian Eckes over Bubba Wallace at plus 100 on Superbook.
0: I love it. Like I said, I mean, you know, Bubba Wallace, for all that he's going to be in that one truck and for all that, the like you said, the public's going to want to go, oh, Bubba Wallace over a Truck Series regular? Of course, give me that. But, you know, that, that just feels like a trap at this point, um, which is why other than like Bubba, I wouldn't take a a, a Truck Series regular over Byron or over Larson, because even though it could happen, yeah. yeah, Real good price. yeah. Yeah. Unless, (laughs) unless you like, again, it can happen. It absolutely can happen and probably will, but I don't want to be. They don't don't really
1: have those matchups this week. Like we've seen in the past where they do have like Zane Smith matched up against these guys. I didn't really see many of those types of, uh, you got Zane Smith and, and Christopher Bell, uh, I mean, I guess that one I might take the Zane Smith side of things, but it's only plus 120, and Bell's minus 140, which is ridiculous. I would definitely not take that side of it, but yeah, I don't know. It's more the cup guy. I mean, they've got Byron and Larson head-to-head. They've got Bell and Byron head-to-head. Um, but yeah, not really any of the, the truck, and I put this in at the end. This is the bonus bet. If you can find any head-to-heads against Ross Chastain, take them. We know he sucks in this truck most of the time. <laughs> you really, uh, But <laughs> It, again he just he does it's uh sorry but he's not that good in this truck so um but i i hate there's no head-to-heads against him because i think the books are figuring out finally that that uh that 42 truck or 41 truck rather is not that great yeah i yeah it's really not so
0: um all right well i was gonna go with one and i changed my mind i i want to i want to actually so Here's the thing. the Some of the head-to-heads and everything like that, they're all fine and well, but I, I feel like I want to go back to the well with the winning truck number. Uh, and I'm going to do, an, again, because I, I saw the plus money side of this, and I like this better. Um, I was going to give you zero to nine, but I sort of talked myself out of Bubba Wallace uh, having a chance. So uh, the winning car under 35 and a half. Of course, later I'm going to contradict myself as to what, but this is a good hedge because under 35 and a half, you have got, you know, again, you've got Kyle Larson in there. You've got uh, Christian Eckes. You've got Grant Enfinger. You've got uh, Corey Heim. Corey Heim is in there <laughs> as well. So there's there's a lot to to uh, rest your hat on in this one. I, I do like the possibilities of of that. Obviously, above that, you've got you know all the the heavy hitters like Byron and all that, but. Uh, Again, I, I just think this gives you a, a, wide, a wide swath of drivers. And at plus money, um, you know, if half the field wrecks out again and there is a car that is the 19 car that crosses the finish line, you win this again.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, again, I don't argue with Rod on his his number and his pit stop bets. He, uh, he's, he's the king when it comes to that.
0: <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, all right, well, I guess
1: it's time to get to some winners. Should we get to some winners? Man, we've uh, we've cruised through this episode quickly, Rod. But uh, we're men yes, on missions, it, man. We we want to get you guys
0: the bets today.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, just nice, nice, quick truck series. I mean, again, there's not not too much to prep for in this, really. In a, in a, there's not all these comparable stats and everything. So guess it makes it a little easier. And I just I feel really good about these ones this week. So uh, winners for me. I'm going to skip right over the Cup Series guys again. It's throwing darts. We've seen it how many times where they don't win. Would I be surprised if it's Larson? Would I be surprised if it's Byron? Would I be surprised if it's Bell? Absolutely not. Of course, these guys can win. They're Cup Series superstars for a reason. They've all won Cup Series races this season. So I would not uh, be surprised by that at all. So I'm going to throw my sprinkles out here. Zane Smith, 10-1. to Ridiculous to get Zane Smith at 10-1 to anywhere, anytime. I don't care who's in the field. That is crazy. This is over on Superbook. Our new, our new favorite book as of lately here, um, but Zane Smith ten to one. It's just incredible value. I already talked about him earlier. Made the case for his top five. We know that he can beat these Cup guys head to head, and that's that's if they don't have problems as well. Um, so ten to one, give me Zane Smith. Corey Heim, been talking him up the whole show, of course. Sixteen to one, also over on SuperBook. Um, uh, again, he has been so fast. Should have cashed our eighteen to one last week. The crew chief screwed it up. I'm giving the crew chief a break and uh, this is his chance to redeem himself and hit an 18 to one for us. So hopefully, hopefully he doesn't make the same mistakes, Um, but I love some Corey Heim this week. I think he's going to be a very truck as well. And Stuart Friesen, I mentioned it earlier. I I had him in a dream, so I can't not bet on him. I feel like it's a sign from the racing gods. I don't know what it is, but I will take it anyways. He's 30 to one. So if he was, if he was kind of down in this 15 to one range, I probably wouldn't have even thrown him on here, but at 30 to one. I think Stewart can do it. And again, you go back to these last two races, and he finished, what, uh, was he second? Yeah, second last week at Darlington. Uh, And that was to Christian Eckes. That was above William Byron. It was above Bubba Wallace, above Ross Chastain. I think there might have been another Cup Series guy in the field. Uh, He beat some Cup Series guys as well and was fourth place at Kansas. So uh, we we know that Stewart can get it done. He's one of those guys kind of like a... um, uh end finger lower he just kind of like pops up and randomly wins a race all of a sudden or has just has the best truck on the night all of a sudden for whatever reason so at 30 to 1 can't pass it up. Give me a little, little sprinkle on Stuart Friesen.
0: So I'm gonna just go ahead and be on record as saying that Zane Smith would have been who I would have picked as well.
1: <laughs> I uh, when I saw that number, I was yeah. like scrambled to the to the document as fast as I could because I figured that Rod would uh, would have that already, but uh, I beat him. <laughs> yeah, no, and and honestly, Zane Smith
0: is always the truck to beat in my opinion until he's not. And and you know, ten to one, it. Yeah, it's that's crazy.
1: I can't believe he's ten to one. That's it's insane. Get get in on this early because when he qualifies up front, it's going to shrink fast.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're not going to get that at 10 to one. So, um, unless they don't change even after qualifying, I don't know. I take that for what it's worth. Um, Who knows,
1: but- I'd get it early. <laughs> yeah, me
0: too. So, like I said, I, I fully endorse your Zane Smith and, and co on you. Uh, but I will throw in mine, and I'll, I'll just give you William Byron. I Again, I, I really think that he was one of the stronger trucks. We know that 51 truck is strong every single week, no matter who is in it. And you're getting Byron at plus 350. I, if this was Byron at plus 150, if this was Byron at plus 200, I may not necessarily care but this is Byron at plus 350. And I feel like that's still good enough value on a on a regular to, to toss something out on it. Because, again, if he does come out and dominates this race, like Cody said, it's not very long. You got good short speed track or uh, short, short, um, what do you call it?
1: Short run. <laughs> short run, run speed.
0: speed? <sighs> <sighs> These guys don't understand what we've been through already <laughs> today. Uh, yeah, if you got good short run speed, you're gonna you're gonna pull away and you're gonna stay up front for a good long time so um william byron has proven that he can do that two top five finishes already in the trucks one on bristol dirt so he's a good short track racer in these trucks i think if you're gonna pick one i'd pick byron because you know larson again could run away with it but i don't like larson's odds uh all that much larson is at 300
1: 300 yeah Well, and I think that that the fact that you have three big hitting cup drivers in the truck race actually helps you if you want to bet on a cup guy. If it was only William Byron in this race or only Kyle Larson in this race or only Christopher Bell in this race, they would be plus 150, plus 100, maybe even if it was just Larson, it might be minus 150. Like We've seen that with Kyle Busch before when he's really the only one. Um and so since there's three big hitters in here, you throw about. I mean, Bubba's in there as well. In Ross, whatever. And Ross is in this right? What is Ross's odds? I was about to look twenty to one. Not. I would not even suggest taking that. It's Eighteen not on Caesars. Me. There's not. Yeah. Um. But I. It does. It does. Uh. Make the odds better. So if you if you corner the guy you want, you got Larson at three hundred. You got Byron at three fifty. You got Bell at six hundred. I mean, you you corner the one you want. Take them. You're getting a discount because. The other guys are in this race now well, obviously they have to beat those other guys as well but you are still getting the better price if you hit the right guy
0: i agree um all right wow cody it's probably the most uh concise <laughs> truck episode we've done in a very right, we long had a time. short one a
1: couple of weeks ago but That's this true. one might even be a little shorter it's uh we got we're, we're cutting you know we took a, that first episode this week was pretty long one we had the bob pockers interview if you haven't listened to that, we kept this one short so you can go back and listen to it. See, so there you go, giving you plenty Definitely. of
0: opportunity to go back and Definitely then of course go back and check that out. Oh, yeah. it,
1: oh man, that was such a good, such a good time talking to Bob. He talked about betting on NASCAR, uh, which I thought was great that we could have that conversation with him. Um, and then yeah, told stories about being there in two thousand one when Dale Junior won and gave us his pick. Obviously William Byron, uh, his his early lean at least for Wilkesboro, and talked about Wilkesboro. And everything. So what kind of what he expects this weekend. Great conversation. Definitely go back and check that out. Um, But man, I'm just, I'm pumped for this race this weekend of racing. Going to be a good one. Again, we've been spoiled lately with these, these styles of tracks. these high tire wear tracks. Goodyear. Pay attention, please. These high tire wear tracks give us good racing every time. Make tires that wear. I'll be more prone to buy one for my personal vehicle. If you keep giving (laughs) us a good show. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Cody Cody's gonna have a pit crew waiting for him on the freeway every every I'll uh, buy
1: Goodyears if you keep making Goodyears that wear out faster on the racetrack because that's <laughs> what I want from you.
0: <laughs> every every what 25 miles or so all of a sudden you just see Cody. Zip, 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 zip. <laughs> ah, I love it. Um all right, get out your pen and paper. We're gonna go over the bets for you for this tyson 250 uh from north wilkesboro uh the north Wil- north wilkesboro speedway in north carolina cody started you off with the number 11 car that he likes or the number 11 vehicle rather that he likes uh Corey heim over bubba wallace at minus 110 i said that carson hosvar was going to finish better than nick sanchez at minus 120 cody said zane smith as a top five car at plus money yes please Uh, At plus 120, however convoluted it may have been in whatever tabs I was clicking in between, I still believe that Grant Enfinger is going to finish better than Corey Heim at minus 115. Uh, And then Cody said Stuart Friesen was going to finish better than uh, Rhodes at minus 110 over on Superbook. I said in the battle of the Hendrick Drivers and Truck Series, uh, I would take William Byron over Kyle Larson at plus 105 over on Caesars. Cody said that Christian Eckes was going to do better than Bubba. Pretty much the field is going to do better than Bubba this week at plus 100 on Superbook. I said the winning car, go ahead and hedge with that one under 35 and a half if you like uh, a Kyle Larson and anybody else in there at plus 115. Uh, Cody and I both agree that Zane Smith is the play this week at 10 to 1. Uh, but Cody also threw in Corey Heim at 16 to 1 and Stuart Friesen at 30 to 1 over there on Superbook. And then kind of tossed in a fade ross chastain if you can find one in there uh just if there's a head-to-head we haven't seen it yeah. yet right
1: no i I'm, i was unable to find any ross chastain head-to-heads but again we know if everybody has different options more things kind of come out throughout the week sometimes as, as other sites like Barcel doesn't have their matchups up yet maybe something will come out but if you get anyone of any decency a uh, decent driver rather that that is against Ross Chastain, I, I would advocate to take them because we've seen it. He's not been great in this truck. It just, and you, we made the case for Josevar even today and that truck seems to be good, but you would think with Ross and the talent, we, he's uber talented. We all know that. That's not, not a secret, but he just can't seem to get it out of this truck for whatever reason. So I, unfortunately, maybe the books have learned uh, after getting their tails uh, kicked time after time of fading him. But if you get any of these guys matched up against Ross, just because he's a Cup Series guy, take the other side.
0: There's only so many times you can poke me with a hot poker before I realize that you're poking me with a hot poker. I'm pretty sure that's what the cups feel or the books that's, feel like right now, right?
1: Well, and that's one of the hardest parts about betting on, on NASCAR or betting on any I mean, betting on any sport really is like the books aren't completely stupid. Like they're gonna figure out, wow, we're getting nailed on like we're not tricking people into thinking, wow, this is a cup series guy that we're, you know, and they're going to take that side of things. Like they're, they're getting their hides kicked and, and so, yeah, they'll learn, but uh, that's all right. We'll find different ways to get them always. We
0: sure as hell will. Uh, and then I, (laughs) that's what we're here for. And then I closed up shop by, uh, saying if you want to pick a cup driver, go ahead and sprinkle something on William Byron at plus three fifty. Again, the price is right there (sighs) above all ladies and gentlemen, who are listening to this, have fun this weekend. That That's what this whole weekend is supposed to be about. It is the ultimate of throwback weekends. I know Darlington was the official throwback weekend, but this is literally a bringing NASCAR history to your television type of a weekend. So I know we love to bet. I know we love to have fun giving the picks. I know we love to, to sweat. But take a second to really just appreciate what you're watching exactly what it is that we are given this weekend in, in the track, in the spectacle of it all, take it all in because NASCAR is doing this. So you can do that. Um, and, and really that's, it'd be a waste of a weekend if you didn't.
1: Yeah. And, and they're going to highlight stuff on TV too, but go Bob has that tweet pinned of the video. Um, his, you know, these kids don't know or whatever it is series where he goes back and talks about Wilkesboro, Look up the pictures. Like this, literally was left for dead. Like they just they, they stopped taking care of it. It was abandoned. I, I think there's a tree growing through the flag stand. Like it, it was literally just left for dead. And now they're gonna put on a massive NASCAR racing weekend. Like it, it's great to see it. Uh, great for that community. They've kept. They still have the original, you know, Winston Cup sign over there. They're, they weren't allowed to touch it because. You can't advertise tobacco or whatever anymore, however that works. But since they left it as like a historical piece, it can still be there. They did all the, redid all, repainted all the concessions and stuff. But it's all like the old style look and the nod to like the Winston Cup era. It's great. Um, I man, I wish I could be there for this weekend because that would be really cool to see in person. But gonna be great on TV as well. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go win some money on trucks, Rob. Let's do it.
0: Uh, I think next year we're going to have to if they do it if they do this again if they do something again. Cody and I are going to have to make might a pilgrimage.
1: Be, might be one to to meet up at for sure.
0: Some uh, some press access and everything for you guys. So, um, all right. Well, all that's left to do now is go place those bets and uh, and sit back and enjoy. A couple episodes left for us. Obviously DFS on the slate, and we got one more for you where we'll we'll figure out something fun to uh, <laughs> to fill out the week for you
1: right we'll uh yeah we don't know what we're doing yet but uh there'll be an episode for sure
0: indeed uh all right well cody let's send everybody on their way with this nice little brisk truck truck episode uh let everyone know where they can find you on social media
1: yep follow me on twitter at husker underscore z follow the show as well at nascar gambling get over in the discord um (laughs) i gotta i gotta give our buddy ty tiger a shout out (laughs) he changed his discord name to mr four star reviewer (laughs) So uh, glad he enjoyed our fun we had with him on yesterday's show and uh, is fully embracing it. I love it. So shout out to him.
0: This is what I'm talking about when when I talk about family atmosphere. That is exactly what this this has become. Uh, I know he was like, man, you guys are giving me the business. Yeah, we were, but we were doing it out of love because, I mean, you've been one of our staunch supporters for a while now, and it's just been so much fun to get to know everybody and what, what better way to show our love than to uh, to give you a few good razzings on the
1: show? <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, all right. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. Link in the bio to anything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media. Hey, I am on back on for frequency's sake. Look out for a new article uh, on the website. There's a link in the bio to find it. A lot of fun being back with those guys. So keep an eye out for that. All right. We'll catch you later on this week for DFS and a fun episode to close out the week. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.